Hello. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. It was giving me a hard time, but yes, I'm here. <laughs> It sounds clear. It sounds fine. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, then I might play it back and it might be like, we're going to see. I'll be down to re-record this. All right. Um, Hello, everybody. Thank you for coming back to another episode of Saqqara Why. This is the friendship season, season five. We are joined today by Kadi, or do you want to be called Kadi C? Either or. <laughs> okay. By, I'm going to go with your stage name. We're joined okay. here today by Kadisi of the Voice of Reason podcast and the Right to Remain Yourself podcast and a bunch of other really cool, exciting um, media podcasts. YouTube, check her out. Um, so today we're really doing like, what is friendship? This is almost like a friendship 101. I was trying to think of names for this episode and I was like, friendship, how you do that? Like that's what I should, that's what I should call it. Like how you even do that? <laughs> so um, so yeah, Kadi had the idea to do the do this episode at seven thirty in the morning. Um, which is cool because I'd be up. Except last night I stayed up to like two thirty. So I was like, Ooh. oh okay. So you playing? You playing? I, right said, now. I was like, I knew she was probably sleeping when she said it doesn't matter either. <laughs> I know I'm always forgetful, and the fact that I woke up this morning, like she said Thursday, but I'm not sure if she meant this Thursday or next Thursday. But yes, yeah, I, 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 I knew, I knew it was today. I just could not go to sleep last night. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's get right into it. How are you today? I'm doing good. Today's a good day. Took my vitamins. I'm drinking my smoothie. Yeah, so it's a good day. <laughs> Being your own best friend. Hmm. Hmm. Um, before we get into the actual topic questions, something has just been really sitting on my mind. I can't get over. I keep seeing all these posts and it's like um, from dudes and it's like, I just want a girl who stay to herself, you know, who just be in the house, no friends, whatever. What do, do you think that's weird? Is it just me? Like, isn't it weird for men to think that women with no friends is sexy? Like, or is Our age, yes, that is extremely weird. I mean, I feel like I always hear, hear, like, I've seen that meme, and I hear guys say that from the, uh, I guess, from a space of, like, girls who go out and party all the time, but I think that's weird for anybody to be saying that. I feel like that's being insecure. (laughs) They don't want to come second to your friends. That's really where that's coming from. That is weird. Because I've been in... um, arguments in a relationship where the person says like I what well, I come after your group chat and I'd be like wow really that's how you feel what are you even saying right now that is funny because I've heard that I've heard that I, I put my friends heard that I put my friends over everyone what are your friends so I guess I guess well that that will help us try to figure out right so out what so then what is to you what is friendship like Hmm. That's a good question because I've I officially have defined came up with that definition for myself now, like this year. So for the 28, 29 years I've been living, I honestly had no set definition, aka set expectation on what I look for in a friend. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy as I was thinking about, you know, what we we're gonna talk about in this episode. I thought about how I made my first friend. Like I have sisters, so you know your siblings are like your first friends. And um, I grew up in a, a like a, a 
uh, with the African community. So I consider um, the kids my cousins. So I never... Right, right. I remember vividly how I made my first friend. And it was the first day of kindergarten. My mom came and drops me off in the classroom. And she saw a lady. It started screaming. like gave her a hug. Like, I guess, like a long lost friend. This was a woman that she worked with at the airport. So she like, she gave the lady a hug and the lady like, yeah, I'm dropping my daughter off too. She's in this class. So my mom and uh, my mom pulled me aside. Like, look, this is, this is your cousin. Oh, she wasn't my cousin, but like, this is right, right. Know, African culture. We associate like certain friendships as family. Mm-hmm. So basically like, this is family. This is her daughter, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, you know, it's awkward. I'm like, okay, hi, whatever. <laughs> and then like, I don't remember what happened throughout the day, but after school, we were waiting outside and her father came and picked her up. And before her father could come up to her, she looked at me and said, hey, do you want to be my best friend? No. <laughs> and I was like, sure. <laughs> and ever since then, we were known as best friends. We kind of, we didn't look alike, but we were both dark skinned. We were both like, like the overachievers in the classroom, like always the line leaders. We were both really quiet. So people will often call us twins. But we called each other best friends just off of that moment. And when I look back on it, that's how all of my friendships have always been. I think people decide that they want me to be their friend. And, and I just go like, along okay. with it. No, seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as I've gotten older and more into myself and learning myself, a lot of my falling outs I've had was from people, issues that people had with me or issues I may have with people that was based off of who I am. So it made me mm-hmm. think like, geez, if we could fall out of, of something that is me, like th- then you were never my friend for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're my friend for whatever reason you think you need, you, right, you, right. you know, made me a friend, but not the other way around. So yes. So for me, defining it this year, I've started paying attention to the people that make me feel safe. And that is very hard to do. Okay. okay. When I say safe, I'm not talking to, you know, oftentimes I define my friendships off. Like, she's funny. I can hang with her. We had a mm-hmm. good time. And that's literally 99.9% of people that I hang around because if you don't know anyone and you don't have a connection with them, for me, it's hard for me to get angry with you. Like I, my anger comes from a place of love. So if we don't really have anything that deep. We're going to have a good time. Like, Mm-hmm. So um, I've started realizing the people that I just to be vulnerable with. Okay. And um, safe enough to be silent with. Because silence is a safe space for me. People, right. I paid attention to people who recognize things about me that I don't present consciously. Like okay. I consciously walk in and be nice. I consciously say hello. I consciously crack a joke. But just things like um, I'll give an example. One of my um best friends, Bradley. Everyone knows I'm horrible with the phone. He'll call me and I won't like. Oh, I tell him I'll call him back and we're on the phone. And he'll call me four weeks later. Like, yeah, I know you was never gonna call me back. But anyway, let's go back to the conversation right. and not hold like, it against you. Right, it's not a problem. And it would be like you answer my call you never called me back and it's like geez like I used to feel attacked but it's because it's like that's me it's not a really uh it's not consciously it's not intentional but to be honest to understand that sometimes I don't wake up and feel like talking (laughs) like right 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 not personal to not take certain things personal so 
I don't know if I have one definition, but I feel like the more you get to know yourself, you start to realize what friendship means to you and what what expectations you look for you have in friendships. And I think that's so funny because I think that almost the opposite has happened to me. Um, because before I would say like I got I got these set friends, or right, these my friends. Everybody else is just like a, a close acquaintance, right? And I think as I've gotten older and I've realized like, wow, people are really unpredictable. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I really don't know how someone's going to be two years from now with someone. I think I've kind of loosened my definition of friendship. Like, yeah, we're mm-hmm. we're friends. This is my friend, whoever. This is my friend from here. This is my friend from there. Like, now I feel like everybody's my friend, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like I have to tie I really used to say, like, because my mom would tell me, like, birds of a feather flock together. So be selective with who's your who you call friend. So I really mm. thought that I couldn't have a million friends. Because how? How can all those people truly be okay. your friend? But I think the way I've redefined friendship is, like, we have a common interest or we have a commonality. And there's something, if I can find something about you that I like or appreciate, I feel comfortable calling you friend that doesn't necessarily mean that you are like there's a difference between um like I I think I feel more comfortable using the word friendship loosely but there's a difference between people I call like oh this is my sister you know what I'm saying or this is somebody Mm -hmm. who's in into my knows the deepest parts of me you know what I'm saying where no words have to be spoken like you were saying but I think I have gotten a little more liberal and that that also happened in the the recent years with saying like this is my friend so and sometimes I didn't even know somebody felt that they were my friend mm-hmm. but it's people out here that be like oh my god Sakara we're such good friends and I'm like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know but then they show up for you or they surprise you and it's like wow was I being too rigid was I not allowing space you know that is so funny because me knowing you it really just feels like you and I have switched roles exactly because I know <laughs> like I know how you work I'll be like uh-uh I don't have I don't want no friends I don't have time I'm on a mission I'm right but I, just like, I used to be the damn friend whore like, <laughs> friend. I just like what's 30 the seconds but, ago but I think I didn't know before how to set boundaries for myself so I thought friendship was a boundary list like you have to have access to everything in order to be my friend so I was very selective because I didn't know that the key was you can set a boundary and this person can be your friend within within your boundaries but Mm -hmm. you determine what that looks like and it doesn't have to look the same for everybody and you don't have to apologize to somebody when you say oh yeah I do this with this person but I don't do that with you and that's right Uh, see and that's where why I become so rigid and what like what I consider friendship because of that, because I'm being a, I'm not a codependent person yet. I attract a lot of codependent people. Mm -hmm. So it's like you, it didn't take much to be my friend. Okay. You don't have to be a shoulder. I can cry on. You don't have to pick up the phone every time I call I probably will rarely call you. So it's like, it didn't take much to be my friend. And while me, while my access was so easy, other people I've realized has such like huge expectations that I didn't realize they were holding over me. Like until right, you were right. falling out. And it's like, you were hanging with this person. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't. and it's like, oh, imagine telling your friend who they can and cannot hang with. Yes. Like, no, literally. I you're not my God. All. 
You're I've been through friend. it all. Or even <laughs> like, okay, a lot of a lot of my friendships, which is why I started becoming more conscious. I understand in the real not realize. I've been new this, but I have a gift of just like healing. Like I, I give advice and it's it's nothing for me. I literally like it's something that I inherited from my father. He was this person that everyone would come to for advice. And I think about this moment with my father. For those of you who know, my father passed away from congestive heart failure in 2014. Growing up, like in my culture, you don't go to like a divorce court or court when it's um, issues in the family. You go to an elder who's mm-hmm. considered to be wise, and that was my father. So since all my household was the courthouse for different families and things that were going on, whether it be marital, family drama, people, were, everyone would go to my father for to mediate for advice for wisdom all of that right so i grew up that's around incredible and i um and my dad he will be the type like you know how to like don't have kids in the room when grown folks talking no my dad used to especially my sisters didn't care about that but i would be literally in the thick of it fighting <laughs> to break out of everything and when he would leave i would give my opinion like ah, why you tell her she should stay with her husband and as a kid i was like that so mm-hmm. i remember when my father first was hospitalized or whatever the doctor was telling us like he can't be stressed and my sister started going off on him like this is why like do not nobody can call you anymore for their family drama you're not answering the phone for Africa and my father looked at her and laughed like you think that fazed me like I don't take on people's problems like it's nothing for me to to mediate and give them the wisdom and still go back to what I have I would never let anyone I don't consume people's problem in that way right, it's just right. a gift that we have and it's crazy. I think about that moment now because in a moment where, okay, if I'm talking to someone that I just met or someone I knew for a long time, I can sit in conversation, give you advice, give you, console you, all of that. And the moment I walk away from you, I'm back to thinking about my problems in my life. Right, right. <laughs> but when I do that, for a lot of people, that's a form of extreme intimacy that makes them become so codependent on you. Mm-hmm. So, and that's how a lot of my friendships formed. It's like, oh my God, I told her everything. I love talking to her. I always give her advice. And now we're talking every day. They don't even realize I don't tell them anything about my life. Not right. Constantly, but it's like, I, you're not a person that I feel like could give me advice on what I got going on. But I take on all of their stuff. And now we're friends. The moment. Where was I going? I went blank. But yeah, so because of that, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I just drew a blank out of nowhere. Because of that, I started becoming more conscious, like, okay, I'm having a moment with this person. They're talking to me about stuff, life, and we're having deep talk, but I hope that I'm scared for them to think we're friends now because now they have these expectations. I got to answer the phone every time they call, or I can't right. meet this person, or now we... So now that's what's made me become so cautious because a lot of things that are just... It's, it's not my form of defining a friendship like first of all I had to find out what my definition of friendship was and Mm -hmm. now that I figured that out it's like okay are they saying they're my friend like because now I don't want I'm afraid for them to have these expectations and now I'm considered the bad guy yeah and I've I, I think I've I've learned to make more space for people and then I think one thing I really had to just wrap my mind around is like even offering advice or spending time with somebody is an extension of of love, right? Because that's I mm-hmm. think that's what people are really looking for. Another right. person who loves them when they look for a friend or relationship, right. whatever. Because you get your family that you what whatever amount of family you have, that's it. Mm-hmm. But if you want more love, that's when you go to seek more people. And that's how we end up seeking friends. Cause like, okay, I got this, 
these people, they love me or they don't, they're family, but I want more or I want a different version of it or I want love like this or that. And that's when we start looking for friends. We start looking for mates as we grow older. Mm-hmm. I had to learn, like, there's no limit to the amount of love that I can give. I really thought, like, mm-hmm. I can only love these three people right now and the rest of y'all just got to wait. And plus, I come from such a big family. But I think as I've gotten older and more aware of myself, I'm like, I can offer you an hour. We could sit down and we could talk for an hour. Or I open my calendar up. I can go here with you. We don't have to necessarily see each other every day. Or maybe this won't be a regular thing. But if this is the love that you're looking for, I'm, I have so much of it. I don't mind sharing it with you. But that's, like I said, that's, as you know, that's new for me. Right. <laughs> that's not something I was always offering up. Yeah. Um, so do you think, and I'm going to just kind of switch gears a little bit. Do you think... Um, that men have easier friendships than women, not men to women, but men to men. Cause I know for men, it's just like, we both like shorts. So we, yeah. friends. but for women, it's like, no, I don't like this, that, that. like, are, do women over trivialize friendship or. Uh, Cause yeah, for some I, reason we always got some, I wanna, or men don't always address everything. They yeah. Like whatever. I feel like the, yeah, like friends, I wouldn't say they have easier friendships and this is coming from me having male friends and like kind of advising them through their friendships that they have with other males, but they have an easier way of becoming friends. But I feel like the depth that, um, the process that women go through to defining or determining friends has more depth, creates a more in-depth relationship than men do. And that's why, I think a lot of like, you know, when male friends have female friends, it's like they rely on that a lot because they can't have, well, they don't have a lot of male friends, um, like male friendships, they don't have that depth. Like they can't have certain deep talks and, you know, certain expectations. And I think it just comes from the role that um, was placed on man through society. Like if mm-hmm. you're supposed to be the leader, the provider, the one who has it all together, you can't go, you feel kind of uncomfortable. I was just watching, listening to this interview, I think on a breakfast club when they were talking about the black men's mental health. You don't feel comfortable unpacking that onto someone else. Another right. man at that, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's easier when they have another woman because there's that um, nurturing, protector type of bond. That's why a lot of like, you know, platonic male free female relationships work. But when it comes to two men, yeah, yeah, there's there's that emotional depth isn't there. So it's easier to there it's easier to create friendships but I don't even know if you call it a friendship because there's not really a level of depth that I think is needed in all friendships. And right. so, I think men, men's definition of friendship is sometimes a little bit different too. Right. Cuz I remember asking like, "Yo, how is that your friend?" Like Right. <laughs> Or just like, oh, you need to tell him about himself. Like, oh, he going to figure it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? And for female, and I think it's also, we are extremely sensitive. That's another thing that has made me become more selective with friendships, too. Because, or selective with who I call friendship. Or who I, not like, I'm not into titles. Just like, you know, what I allow myself to get too much into. Because, for example, in female friendships, you do start to become emotionally affected about how they live their personal life. Whether okay, it be like so the person I was going to ask you something like mm-hmm. that. You want to ask that? Oh. So do you think that your friendship's actions or choices reflect on you? Previously, no. 
now this journey I'm on, I'm trying to be very conscious and not. I wouldn't. Say, oh my god, we really have switched rooms. Yes, and I think it's really hilarious. I, yeah, no, for real. <laughs> because I'd be like, yeah. "Girl, what's that crack? That's what you're doing now." Okay. No, I, I'm becoming <laughs> extremely <laughs> more conscious of that. You know, back in the day, I don't care. You could take crack. I'll hold. I'll I'll go help you find a crack if you need. I'm not if that's gonna what help you into. I'm gonna tell you about yourself. Right. You know you a crackhead, right? But it's cool. We can still be friends. Right. <laughs> but now it's like, um, I realize, and I, I don't want to say specifically what they do in their personal lives, but more so of process and think. Because mm-hmm. I realize in situations where um, we think alike on certain things, that's where a lot of the conflict happens for me because I'm like okay you might think that when you're telling me something that you're doing or something you did me being a a non-judgmental friend a lot of I noticed a lot of my friends started taking that as acceptance like right. I'll give an example like if a friend tell me oh they don't like somebody like oh I don't like this person blah 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 she was messing with my man I'm like okay I can totally take in that information but if you know my personality Fighting over men and beefing with females over men ain't my thing. I think it's extremely stupid, but I know that that is me. That is something I've never done in my life. That is something that my energy wouldn't even allow me to do. But I, mm-hmm. like, if you tell me, okay, I'm about to fight over this man, I'm not, I really don't judge you off of it. And I really don't, you know, I'm able to think about, I'm able to process things based on who the person is. I just know that I don't do this thing. So I don't put that onto how I think onto other people. Okay. However, um, where the disconnect happens and where the conflict happens is, yeah, just because you told me that and I, I was listening in, I was like, oh, that's crazy. But I went about my life or I um, try not to put people's business out there. But <laughs> like if, if I'll give an example without saying names or whatever like that, you um, no, this story is too extra, but <laughs> I start talking to the person like, right, let's say I know of the person or I start talking to the person. It's like, oh, Cutty, you're mad fake. Like, I told you I ain't like this girl. And it's like, oh, oh, this is because I'm the type of person. If I don't like somebody, unless somebody do something to harm my family or really, you know, harm me emotionally, physically, something really effed up. Mm-hmm. When I beef with someone, I'm beefing with them. You don't have to. Like, I've had many situations where I have fallen out with friends and I did not expect my other friends to fall out with them because right. it wasn't that deep. Now, if I tell you this person came to my house and tried to kill me and you still off too but otherwise it's like (laughs) my issues because i know i'm not always mature i have my own petty reasons why i might not talk to somebody i'm not gonna tell you to understand that and i wouldn't even like that because then i won't trust you like i don't want a a person that's just doing something that i because i'm doing it that's not the type of friendships i look for like so right and i think that when we when we do that and I'm trying to explain it because I know this is something that I actually have a really tough time explaining because I was even talking to somebody who was upset like I, about the way their friends supported them or didn't support them. And mm-hmm. I was trying to explain like you're focused on the wrong person. It doesn't matter if that person supports you or doesn't support you. You just literally focus on yourself. And I think that's what has actually allowed me to open myself up to more friendships because I know ultimately this, the journey that I'm on right now is my journey. Right. It's mine. So if somebody does something I like or does something I don't like, 
I could judge them for it. I could cut them off for it. I could take my time and my energy telling them about themselves or what they should have done. Or like I said, I could offer them love and advice and then keep on my, keep on trucking. Like, right. you know, because if I'm going to focus more of my energy on what you doing, what you not doing, who you friends with, who you not friends with, I'm focused on the wrong, wrong thing. Person. The thing. Like but, what's going on in my life that I have time to question all of your actions. I right. can't control you. I'm never going to be able to control or change you. Right. You're going to be how you are. And I mean, I mean, you, you sat and saw me really my whole idea of what a friend was just broke down in front of my own eyes. And then I had to rebuild, rebuild it piece by piece, you know, like, okay, well, what does it, can I still, will I look stupid if I'm still friends with this person? So Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure the person listens to the podcast, but I'll give a brief little um, insight. So I found out some information about someone who I regarded as one of my friends um, that was like heartbreaking. They had done something to me years ago, but I found out years later and I found out that other people knew about it who were also my close friends. So I was confused. Like, what's go like, why would this happen? Like, you know, do these people secretly hate me? What's happening? And I was like, okay, I have options. I can go what I do, what I normally do, go put myself in a corner, toughen myself up, build my wall back up, which I'm good at doing, go back into my turtle shell and come out of this stronger, but alone. And I was fully prepared to do that. I really was. But I also had to sit with myself and say, you're never going to be able, no matter if I'm, 29 or if I'm 69 I'm never going to be able to determine what another person is going to do nor right. am I going to obsess over one day this person might lie to me one day this right. let me go back let me speak my honest truth tell you how I feel about you and then see where we can move from there and for a while I was like I don't want to be seen with this person because then I'm going to look stupid why am I worried about how other people look do I like right. being around this person or not I do like right. it on sometimes. I don't like it on these times. All right. So that'll be our terms now. Those are now our terms. I like right. being around you when we do this. I've forgiven you for this or that. We don't, I think we hold too much into our friendships. Like we think right. that person should be us times two. No, right. they still right. just them. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, that's real. Yeah. And you, you can still be you and they can be them. All right. So I have, um, I got more questions. <laughs> you said something about labels. Do you think that adults should have best friends? I'll tell you. Because I've always said like, best friend me? is for like school. But I never I never thought about a best friend as an adult. So do you no. think adults should have best friends? I depend on what your definition on a best friend is. For me, I would say no. I've yeah, I know I've had even um in the relationships where I've called people best friends is because they call me their best friend. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell this is. You're like um, a parrot, No, seriously. It was, no, it's crazy. That specific relationship, which is now uh, fell out, how we became friends were we, I was close friends with a girl and we started a dance group and then we, init um you know, got two people in on our group, which they were close friends. So this specific person was one of the people we built, bought in on the group. And like the first day, she confiding in me about somebody she was messing with. And it was so weird <laughs> to me. I'm like, why is she telling her close friend over there? Like, she's telling me like literally everything, like every detail about this person who I also knew too, because we were in school together. So literally after that whole day of her just, 
I maybe hold there probably two days of practice of her just telling me everything that's going on, blah, blah, blah. And I never even dated at the time. So I can't even say I was giving any advice, but I just think I was a sounding board for her. And then afterwards, she's like, you want to be my best friend? Sure. <laughs> so anybody I've ever called best friend, which same thing happened to me in kindergarten. It's just like, okay, you call me your best friend. But in reality, I, I don't, I don't have a best friend. And I don't think that from what, I'm trying to think. I still haven't really defined what a best friend is, but from what people make it seem like, it's like this one person that you you can do everything with. And I don't think I've ever found that. I I, I, I don't even think that exists. Yeah, and I don't. Like, the most I would call my, like, my, my male friends, like, when it comes to a lot of my, quote, male best friends, those are ones that always stay consistent, but I don't even consider, I wouldn't even, I think a best friend is just a lower, is not even enough to, they're like brothers, for real, like right. little brothers for me, like we don't have to talk every day, these are people that like, I've always attracted male friends who had like a father-like nature with me, so mm -hmm. it's not even call them if I like a tire bust out, or if I need to go like to the hospital and stuff like things like that so but i still wouldn't even call that a best friend that to me is like family like it don't matter where we go in life this is like a relative but best friend no i don't think adults i know people who have them and, and it may work out but i feel like it'd be defined from oh i knew them all my life and i'm like that right it'll enough. be like your oldest friend yeah like okay yeah maybe you're older but yeah but i don't think that should is a definition for best friend, but that if that works for other people, cool. But if I know you for a long period of time, you family. I don't know about no best friend because I might not want to talk to you every day. You might not be the person, especially for me when it comes to confiding in people. I don't confide in people based on how long I've known them. Mm -hmm. There's people that I met 30 seconds confiding in them. Like when I was pregnant, I didn't tell a lot of my, before I told a lot of my close friends, I told this girl I met at a job. I just started working on one in, in a month. Mm -hmm. I when I go to people, literally, it's really for advice. It's really for uh, <laughs> you know what you're talking about, and I'm not gonna just be sitting there like I don't vent to just vent. Some I vent for answers when I feel like I can't find them myself. So right when I think of you know qualities like that is what people say makes a best friend. You can talk to them about everything. I don't go talk to all my friends about everything. Like I might talk. But to I think people are the, the reason why I've struggled with best friend because I've always been like, well, some people are good at this and some people are better right at so this. there's not so this one is my right best there. like if i'm looking hey what do you think about this outfit the best friend i can ask is x or mm -hmm. what do you think about this the best friend i can ask is y you know right or maybe these two will be best at this but i'm not about to say these are all my friends like these are all my close friends i love them but you're the best right like, you no. you're my favorite <laughs> yeah i don't think i would never want to even put that type of and like a friend is enough. Like, you know, yeah, the right. for a friend, it's like it hold weight. I think with some people, maybe their friendship don't Are hold shallow. weight. Yeah. So it's like you gotta emphasize. And then I've had people want me to want me to emphasize that I'm their best friend because I've had I had a lot of friends. And it's like it's nothing that I would do for a best friend that I wouldn't do for a friend. Shit, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that I wouldn't I would do for a best friend that I wouldn't, I mean something I would I would do for associate like I'm like you know so my qualities are rock solid like if I say I'm this person I'm this person you would get cut off before I turn myself into a, a person that I'm not so everyone gets the you know same 
the moment you have access to me, you have access to me. I don't feel like there's ranks in it. Now, I do pay attention. Like, for example, I had situations where, like, it was two friends' birthday at the same time. Now it's like, well, this person has always been on my event, so I might have to right, go to right. hers instead of yours. Like, you know, it's just logic when it comes to choosing certain things. But outside of that, no. No best friend. So I have two more questions. I know we're a little bit over time, but I have two more questions. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mix friend groups? Or do you mm-hmm. keep people where you met Ooh, them? That's like, a good question. Are these your work friends? And these your nail salon friends? And these are, you know, or are you a mixer? <laughs> I used to mix because I used to think like, oh, if I get along with this person, you should get along with this person. And then what started to happen was people would hate each other, either, you know, <laughs> in their face or behind their back. Like, yeah, I didn't like your friend. Like, there's never been a moment where a friend has invited me to another set of group of friends and I'll turn to you and be like, I don't like your friend. So that is something I, and this only really happens with females. So I used mm-hmm. to, I, that made me fearful of mixing friends. But what I would do, like things like my birthday for the longest, which I'm so excited this year because I'm actually going to celebrate it in a way that I want to. But for the longest, I've always had to celebrate my birthdays in like club-like natures. Right. Uh, where people like, don't really have you, to talk things to Things that I feel like will entertain people enough for them to not notice they don't like each other because that used to always be oh my God. the theme, right? <laughs> So that has always made me nervous. Now I'm always like nervous about mixing friends. Like, yeah, now I try to avoid it. Like, yeah. Because you don't feel like managing the drama. Yeah, no. It's And I, I think it's, and it too, it puts, I, I hate it. It puts a lot of pressure on me. Like, I don't like when, like I said, if you bring me around your friends, family, you're never going to hear Kadi say, I don't like this person. Not because I like them. I mean, I, I like them or don't like them. I just feel like, if you're there it's for not someone, your place. yeah, like I don't know. I, I think that's still weird, but you know, everyone say I have a certain level of numb side to me that don't realize some certain things, and I do understand that certain people are extremely passionate and just are who they are. But that shit is just a headache and childish to me. Like you don't like them for what? Like this person does not pay your bills. Like you right? Why can't we have a good time? So now I'm not in the business of mixing friends. Okay, and then my final question, because I feel like the best way for me to understand things sometimes is not from learning or lessons, is when I have to explain it to Kayan. Mm-hmm. Me trying to just break something something so simple like friendship down to him helps me realize what my understanding of it is. Like, oh, okay. So how or what is some advice or some things that you would say to your daughter um, about friendship. Cause like I said, my mother always told me birds of a feather flock together, be careful who you call friend, but that's changed for me. So what, what would be your mantra for your daughter Ooh. about what is friendship or how she should select her friends? Ooh, that one. I think of often she does. You don't, everyone doesn't have we got to friendly like babies. Yeah. <laughs> everyone does not have to like you. Mm-hmm. because and that love you know me and me and my daughter arlie have like a lot of we have a lot i see a lot of me in her like she has my personality and like growing up in my household where my sisters are not as oh like as friendly as i was growing up that is something that i was always praised for like oh every like even with family like oh we love Kadi's person we love it and arlie gets that compliment a lot so it made it very hard for me to feel comfortable to not be liked Mm -hmm. so in instances in friendships 
or in meeting people where I felt like, oh, I wanted to say something, but I'm like, oh, they're not going to like me. And I always kind of felt like that's mm. a bad thing. I, I, a lot of times I wasn't my full self. And then two, there were times where people would not like me. Like if you, if I, I'm the type of person, if I don't want you to like me, I don't want you to like me. Like I, I kind of like when well, now I love when people don't like me. Like it's like because <laughs> I know I'm doing something that's true to myself. Quick story: mm-hmm. I remember in um, eighth grade we had a history teacher where we would do the circle, uh, something called a circle where we won't learn history. Everyone will. Um, we would have a circle where we just talk about things in our personal life. She was like a, a counselor. Everybody would just. She was a cool. She was teacher. nosy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she became the dean and started suspending a lot of people that was telling them about their yeah. gay life. Therapeutic for us. And at the end of the year, the year, and yeah, at the end of the year, we would do something called a circle where everyone sit in a circle and each student would go in the middle of the circle. And one by one, each, everyone in the classroom would tell you about yourself, like things they like about oh. you, how they feel about you, things they feel like you need to work on, like basically be your peer counselor. So I remember mm-hmm. I was probably like the 14th person every day. I'm so excited because people in there, all the people that had bad attitudes, they was giving them the, you know, telling them about themselves. And I was so excited to hear about myself. Not the good, but really good. Do some real soul work. Something like, you can grow on. Yeah. On and grow on. And um, I got in a circle when I tell you it was probably 30 people in that class and every single one. Cuddy's funny. Cuddy's cool. Cuddy's nice. Cuddy's funny. Cuddy's cool. Cuddy's nice. Cuddy's funny. Oh, Literally, they didn't really around. see that you had depth. They didn't and really see you as a like, person. You became felt, like a caricature. Right. I felt hard. I was like, are you serious? Then, like my teacher, she she went as well. She'll be the last person to go. She was like, I think what everyone says about you is cool, but she was like, one thing I something I still remember. She was like, Cuddy, I could see you, like for example, going to college, right? And you're in a room like writing your paper, and then friends come in and say, Hey, Cuddy, uh, do you want to go? Come on, let's go to the club. You would just leave whatever you're doing and go with them. Mm. Basically, like she because she was trying to explain it, and that's the example she used. Like basically, you would just try to mold to other people, like and you. Okay. Will forget about yourself trying to mold to other people and that was something that I did out of not fear of being light but being constantly complimented on my personality the good things that served didn't give me room to be the real things I don't even want to call it the bad thing because if right, you right. sisters and my family if you ask my sisters they'd be like she a bitch she's mean she's, <laughs> she's rude and now <laughs> I'm at the age where now a lot of my friends would say they're like, "Oh, how they gonna tell you how it is?" Or she's that, and but I'm that like, doesn't, I, "That doesn't mean it's a bad thing." Yes, I'm. That's what I, I'm teaching her now. I get excited when I hear that. Like, yes, I'm. I'm being true to myself because, yeah, that's a that's a lonely. And you're creating a healthy boundary, right? You're, yeah, you're you're creating a boundary for yourself. I think that's awesome advice to give her. Not everybody has to like you. You. You have to like you. Right. Like, focus on, you know, being the best. Like, did you try your best? Right. Did you try your best? I think is it's it... really, if when I'm talking to Kayan, like, did you do what was best for you? Like, is that, right. is this, do you feel like this person is what's best for you right now? Right. And, and then, then you do your best. It's, and it's a service thing. Your service to, like, I think mine was not that I didn't, like, I've, I've lived off of people liking me. when And this is why solitude was something that I, even as a kid, it's crazy because I would be the friend that everyone would call to come with them somewhere. When I was a kid, my cousin would call me like, I remember my cousin said, when you're going to the laundry, you never ask me to come with you. Or when you have something going on, you know, I, 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 I used to, as much as I 
was so like had a lot of friends, I used to like being by myself because I think how people constantly praised how well I got along with people, it made me feel like that had to be my service to people. And your service to people is not always to be nice or to be what they need. Sometimes you got to be the bitch friend. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you got to be the blunt one. Sometimes you got to be the one that, like, you know, the... The, the person that set a boundary with them because boundaries also not teach people about you but teach them about themselves and what they like right so that was the big thing like your service like yeah Arlie is like I said she's not I'm naturally nice I'm naturally funny I naturally when I get around people I like people like I don't I'm not around people to be a bitch I'm around people because I love that energy but that right. is a service you choose that's not something you got to provide everyone every second of the day so in those moments where I feel like uh, I don't I don't feel like being this or I don't feel like I won't answer the phone or I won't go around people. But I'm now learning that you can be in that space and be around people, specifically, specifically friends, because mm-hmm. that's what made my uh, my definition of friendship so vague. It's like, yeah, around people, if you go to work, you can't be a bitch every day. If you at church, you can't just choose to be a bitch. You, you know, you got to put on the face for the occasion. However, when someone is your friend, they have to be able to exist with you in every season of your character your only service is not to be the fun friend the right right or the nice friend or whatever you can be sad or you can be angry right right and they just gonna have to be okay with that Mm -hmm. thank you so much thank you i love this (laughs) this my little therapy um session (laughs) it is (laughs) this was very therapeutic for me every week i really look forward to it because i'm like i got some stuff on my mind let me share it with people (laughs) i love it i love it keep going thank you and thank you for everybody for coming back to another episode of sakara why make sure that you follow me on instagram at sakara why leave a review leave stars um yeah and make sure that you come back next week because you know we're here every saturday and sunday um talking about stuff all right. <laughs> That's it. You can hang up and then I'll end it. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.